0: hands everybody if you got what it takes cause I'm Curtis Blow and I want you to know that these are the birds
1: technical difficulties a little bit um, so if you're on the JQLM radio apps or if you are attempting to be on JQLM radio apps Little intermittent uh, sound issues, but we back into this thing. How y'all doing? For Mark B, I am. All right. So, here's the thing. Let's get this music all the way off y'all. There's a lot of stuff going on. Anybody that that paid attention to the NBA, um, the NBA Finals game. Number one, let me tell you something. I got this dude that comes into my office every night that there's a game. Every night. And he's always, like, he'll come in clapping, hoo hoo, hoo, hoo because Golden State lost. Every time, right? I'm like, bro, um, they're like the walking dead out there. Half of them only got one leg they can jump off of. Half of them only got one arm they can shoot with, right? So... I'm I'm like, it's not like I'm a Golden State fan. I'm not a Golden State fan. I'm a Bulls fan. Anybody that knows me knows I'm Bulls, Bears, Cubs. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's how I get down. So any other team that anytime somebody else is playing, I'm really just rooting for a good game. I'm not, you know, super enthused, super excited about anything in particular. But – this dude is excited because he just hates Golden State. He's one of those people. He just hates Golden State. He doesn't care who it is that beats them. He just hates Golden State, flat out. You know what I mean, um, I don't understand that. I like, well, I guess I kind of understand. I don't like Green Bay. And I don't care who beats Green Bay, I don't care who beats them. I don't even watch football at this point. Y'all know how I get down. But. Anybody who beats Green Bay gets a high five from me. I'm I'm fine with it, right? So he's that way when it comes to Golden State. Um, Kd Kd went out there, tried to do his thing, and ended up. Uh, I I don't I don't even know the reports yet. His his Achilles is gone. As put it like that. And that's a long Achilles. Y'all see how long his leg is? That's a long Achilles. So. His Achilles is gone. He's done. Um, he's going to be done into next season. So whoever's picking him up, uh, I don't know when he'll be ready. Maybe midseason or something like that. But would you roll the dice and give him a max contract? I would. I would. L- listen, let let people talk about they don't want KD and Chicago be like, hey, KD, we'll wait on you, bruh. We'll wait on you. Come on through. You know what I mean? i wait on him. KD, man, come on. KD injured is better than at least 25% of the NBA. You, you roll him out there in a wheelchair, he can get buckets. You know what I mean? He's seven feet. He's sitting in a wheelchair. He's still at least 6'3". three. please, take KD every day, any day, all day, twice on Sundays. You know what I mean? um, But today, uh, oh, and, and – you know, anybody that's watching uh, the NFL, who keeps track of the NFL. I say I keep track of the NFL. I don't watch the NFL, but I keep track. Y'all know how my Bears did last year. I ain't even, I'm not going to gloat. I'm not going to gloat about it. Cause I told. I ain't going to say that I told y'all. I'm not going to say that because that would be rude. But I told y'all. I'm just saying. I, I may have, you know, said it beforehand that the Bears were going to win the North. I said that. But, you know, we're not here to talk about that. That's not what we're talking to talk about. What I want to talk about, man, listen, this is actually more like a two-part series at this point. So last week um, we were talking about um, about the Central Park Five and we were talking about um, Ava DuVernay and, and the, the things that have transpired concerning that. We we touched on a couple of other things um instances this week i finished watching the Khalif browder story right um anybody i think most people know about Khalif browder the the sad part is man being able to watch <clears throat> watch this dude get out get all this publicity get all this this knowledge uh, or this this love that he was getting you know all across the world and it not be enough and it wasn't enough because mentally he was broken like it would in a in a perfect world popularity would equal um, would equal riches right but that's not the world that we live in and he needed more than what he was given he was given popularity and likes and and pats on the backs and hugs and stuff like that but what he needed was therapy Keep this in mind. He was 16 when he went to um, to Rikers Island, just like uh, just like um, Wise. I can't remember his first name, uh, um, but the one of the kids from Central Park Five. Because in New York, 16 is the age where you become an adult and you can be tried as an adult. I don't know who thought that 16 makes you an adult. Because at sixteen you can't do other stuff. Like you can't you can't buy liquor. You can't you know what I'm saying you're not supposed to be able to purchase a firearm. But at sixteen in New York, you are considered an adult, right? So they send you to Rikers Island and Rikers Island hadn't it would be different if it was equipped for juveniles, right? That's his innocence or guilt is a whole nother story, whole other case. I'm not even investigating that. But it would be different if Rikers Island was equipped for juveniles. It's not. Rikers Island isn't even really equipped to house inmates, human beings. It's not equipped for that. It's. It has been, it, it's needed an overhaul for decades. It's needed to be fixed for decades. And the mindset that we have concerning uh, criminality is more punitive than it is um, restorative, uh, meaning that we're not really trying to rehabilitate inmates. Like prison isn't for that. They want to give you maybe some um, some some things after you get out of prison to help re- rehabilitate. But the problem is, if somebody is tortured in um, in Rikers Island. Uh, If you're tortured while you're in prison, you're going to need more than just um, job placement skills. You're going to need more than just health care. You're going to need more than that. You're going to need mental care when you come out. Keep in mind that somebody's mind doesn't stop. Um. Developing and growing, I believe, until you hit like age twenty-five. I believe, I believe that. Don't quote me on. Well, you can't quote me on it, but I I believe that to be the case. So your mind is still growing and still learning. Uh, you're still developing new synapses and 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 your brain is still expanding until you reach that age. So there's certain things that happen to you while you're in that young age before you hit twenty-five that stick with you right he was 16 he was in jail for three years and those three years he was not charged with anything he was just there waiting to be charged there's a whole bunch to unpack concerning um concerning uh Khalif Browder there's a lot to unpack there right because if you've if you read the story uh you find out that he um, you find out that number one, he he got picked up because uh he he looked like the guy who who stole a book bag. It was a backpack, right? A uh, a guy, a Mexican guy, uh, or maybe I think yeah, he was Mexican. He got jacked for a backpack. Um, on a different night, he. Called his brother. His brother spoke English. He didn't. On a different night, he called his brother, asked his brother uh, to s- send police because there's some guys out there who who freaking who's freaking him out and makes him feel scared. Uh, and he thinks that they might have been the one that took his his backpack. Right now, he was rightfully scared, nervous at the time. Um, the the kids that were outside, didn't do anything to him, but if you're a foreigner, if you don't speak English and you go into this foreign country and you get beat up, jacked uh, for your stuff, and then you go outside and you see some people who look just like the people who did that, you're going to get freaked out, definitely. But the police came and they asked him, is that him?" him? Had the Mexican guy in the car. Is that him? Yes. So then they took him down took him to jail on suspicion of this robbery attempt, right? The problem is, uh, and in America, we have a right to a speedy trial, right? And the speedy trial is supposed to be, um, I think they said like six months is supposed to be a speedy trial. The problem is New York found a loophole, found a way around it by uh, creating legislation where Um, they don't count the time that you're actually locked up. They count the time that they brought you to court. So they can bring, so this dude, Khalid Browder had been to court like 30 times, 30 times, and the prosecutors kept on putting it off, kept on putting it off saying, well, we're not prepared, we're not ready, we got this witness, and and as long as they can find a judge that will allow them to keep putting it off, they can keep bring, keep that kid in jail. Now, why would they want to keep the kid in jail? The reason why is because they're trying to get uh, they're trying to get him to com- to confess. They want to get him to confess, and they're trying to get convictions. That's the word I was looking for. They're trying to get convictions. It's just like you know a basketball player. I'm trying to get buckets. I don't care how I get. I don't care if the buckets are rebound. I don't care if the buckets are you know. Uh, uh, cherry-picking I'm just trying to get buckets right so they're just trying to get convictions so if they can keep you in jail long in New York the um, the court system there is so backed up because people getting arrested for some everything in New York the court system there is so backed up that people will be sitting in jail for months maybe a year or two not even charged, not even uh, charged with anything. Uh, they're, they're there because they can't pay bail. Well, charged with something, but not even convicted of anything. They're there because they can't pay bail. Some of them are there because they haven't even set bail, right? Um, and what they what they kept on doing every time Khalif would come to court. One judge after the next, I think he had like four or five different judges. One judge after the next would ask him, are you going to plead guilty? So they're just trying to get kids to plead. Because if they can get you to plead, boom, that's five seconds. You know, five-minute five minute trial. You plead a guilty, pop, that's your sentence. Khalif never pled guilty because he's like, I didn't do this. So every time he'd go to court, a judge would get pissed off because he wouldn't accept a guilty plea and they'd send them back to jail and say well okay um instead of the instead of them saying okay we'll come back here tomorrow and we'll hear your case they'd be like well i won't be ready tomorrow and they had a whole bunch of if you watch the documentary watch the documentary on the Cleef browder story you'll find like the prosecutors were saying stuff like i had a scheduled conflict so i can't make it in oh okay well then we'll set it for another time uh the judge um time constraints didn't allow the judge to hear his case i will set it for another time and not just like a week away they would set it for like weeks so this kid is sitting 16 years old sitting in rikers island just waiting for his case to be heard and every judge getting pissed off because he'd rather go to trial and make them prove that he's guilty when they couldn't because they didn't have because the dude who um who was the witness who said that khalif did it actually left and went to Mexico because he was so shook by his experience in New York. He left and went back to Mexico. So they didn't even have a witness. And they kept him in there for three years. Rikers Island. Three years. And he was. Now, while he was in Rikers Island, they said that he was in solitary confinement for over. What I say? Like 200 days. 200 days i believe it might have been more than that it might have been more than that the problem is the united nations have said that anybody that is in solitary confinement more than 15 days is considered torture 15 days right so they can't give you uh if you go to rikers island or something like that and they put you in solitary confinement they can't give you like 20 days right Um, Well, I take it back. They would give you 40 days. They could give you 40 days in Rockers Island. Even though the United Nations said that after 15 days it's torture. They can give you 40 days. But what they would do, that's for a, a, a huge offense, like you swung on a C.O. But what they would do is they would say, okay, well, I'm going to give you 40 days, but then you were insubordinate, so I'm going to give you three more days. Or you uh, you didn't listen when I told you, so I'm going to give you another day. So they would stack these days up. So he ended up being in in, uh, in the hole or being in solitary confinement for like 200 days. He, They mentally broke him at Rikers Island. Now keep in mind, he hadn't been convicted of anything. And the, if he would have gotten convicted, he would have gotten convicted of stealing a backpack, and he was in Rikers Island for three years. And everybody involved benefited in some way, not just from him, but from that system. You and, and it's not just a black or white thing. It's not. It's not just a black or white thing when it comes to judges, right? Because you had there was this uh, black female judge who ended up taking over the um the the institution uh Rikers Island or whatever she 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 began she ended up taking over that uh, and she he had been in her courtroom nine times nine times he was in her courtroom, right and every time they kept on passing the buck, kept on making him come back, uh we're gonna set your court date for three weeks from now. This is a sixteen year old kid and they kept on. They kept on continuing, kept on continuing. It, when, when you watch this, it, it's, it's, a, it's a bigger issue, right? You have many different legs of this issue. So you have, one, police officers and the stop and frisk, which your boy, uh, your, your boy Trump said stop and frisk is a great thing. We've had it in New York, and it worked great in New York. Well, he never got stopped and frisked in New York. So I'm sure it worked great for him and everybody who looked like him or everybody that had his bank account, right? Um, but stop and frisk is unconstitutional in every single way, in every way possible for something to be unconstitutional. Stop and frisk is unconstitutional. Um, but forget all that because it doesn't really affect, you know, white folks or rich folks. It doesn't really affect them. Unless you really, really look bad as a wife, unless you're out there like homeless almost, it really doesn't affect you. We talk about um, one police officers being able to stop and frisk people, uh, pe- uh, police officers being able to grab up young kids and throw them in jail and try and force confessions out of them and beat them to try and make them get confessions. So we talked about that with the whole uh, Central Park Five, or we call them the Exonerated Five now, right? So we talked about that concerning that issue. Um, police officers being able to do that, nobody being held, not held accountable, because when when black people say held accountable. Uh, I think people think we mean fire them. No, we want them prosecuted. We want them to go to jail. Like, if you can keep a 16-year-old in jail for three years till he's 19 for stealing a book bag, not because you've convicted, you've brought the evidence that you've convicted him of doing that thing, which three years for stealing the book bag is nuts. Three years for stealing the book bag is crazy. But let's just say that you convicted him of it. If you're able to keep a 16-year-old in jail, or, or let's say f- the fact that he wasn't convicted of it is the big thing. He wasn't convicted of it, but you're able to keep him in jail for, for three years without him even getting a trial, without him even having a, a jury of his peers are, are going before a judge and having his case heard. It's unconstitutional in every way. And when we talk about that black people live in a different America than white people do, then it's it's scoffed at and it's laughed at. And it's like, well, you know, you, live, you have the same opportunities that I have. You just don't take advantage of them. But this stuff doesn't happen to white kids. White parents aren't afraid that if their kids just so happen to walk down the street with their friends just being free and living their life that somehow uh, the police officer is going to come and jam them up and say you look suspicious or you look like uh, somebody else who's supposed to you fit the description of this, that, and the other. White parents don't have that fear. And to know that there's other people who do have that fear and to try and minimize the fear that they have is a different kind of evil, Right? So what I wanted to do, and the problem that I ended up having with this, um, with this documentary um, from Ava is that the end result was that the young man killed himself. But did he really kill himself or was it murder? Because if you psychologically torture somebody for three years during their formative years and the end result is they end up killing themselves, are they really responsible or are you responsible? So, it's it's a really sad documentary. Jay, I, wait, I take it back. Ava did not was not part of that documentary. It was Jay Z and it was uh, the Weinstein Company, Harvey Weinstein. Um, but in the midst of all this, it made me feel like it made me feel like. Well, the question is: Is the system broken, or is the system working exactly how it was meant to work? i believe the latter i believe the system is working exactly how it was meant to work exactly how somebody decided that it should work for minorities and for black people it's not supposed to function the same way that it functions for the majority or for white people um i'm looking at a couple different i I had to look up a couple different things right Um, when it comes to um when it comes to people being exonerated for different things, right? So I what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna take a uh I'm gonna take a long musical break, right? Because I wanna run through a couple of these um these instances. People on Facebook, I'll still be there. Um we'll still I'll still be talking to you, but people on um on JQLM radio, I'm gonna take a musical break. Um I'm gonna give you all something uh, to listen to if I can get this this uh if I can get this going hold on I need my um I need my uh musical assistant mr my can you please my musical assistant she's not to be on camera because I didn't give her permission to be part of my of my broadcast. I just, I need her technical assistance on uh, on something real quick. But thank you. Thank you, Mr. Meyer. No. Scuttle off, scuttle off. All right, so um, everybody on JQLM Radio, um, I got some music for you all. I'm going to go back because I love going back on uh, on my show. Some old school music. I'm going to go far side on y'all, passing me by, all right? Stick and stay. I'll be back with you in a minute.
2: of and Shelly She's my type of hype and I can't stand what brothers tell me that I should quit chasing and- and look for something better. But the smile that she shows makes me a go-getter. I haven't gone as far as asking if I could get with her. I just played love by ear and hope she gets the picture. I'm shooting for her heart, got my finger on the trigger. She can be my broad, and I can be honey. I can be honey. <laughs> all I can do is stay up uh, back as kids. We used to kiss when we played truth the day uh. Now she's more sophisticated, highly educated, not at all overrated. I think I need a prayer to get in a book. And it looks rather dry, I guess a twinkle in her eye. Is just a twinkle in her eye Ooh. Although she's crazy stepping i try and stop the stride Cause I won't have no more of this passive. me for me Ooh. to voice my opinion can be pretending she didn't have me Strung like a chicken Chasing my tail like a doggy Ooh. She was kind of like a star Singing I was like a fan Damn, she looked good Downside she had a man He was Ooh. a Rudy too. A nick and poop She told me soon your little birdies on the a father cool She was a flake like and I was born not to understand, but letting the past, I proved to be a better man. I
0: I wasn't such a wimp, cause then I would let you know that I love you so, and if I was your man, then I would beat you. The only lying I would do is in the bed with you. Then I started to tell you the one who loves you dearly. He has loved me tender, but the letter came back three days later. We turned to sender. Man. Wu Tang Clan strikes again. The RZA, the Jazza, old dirty bastard inspect the deck, make pour on the chef. You guard, face, Killer, and the Method, M-E-T-H-O-D Man. M E T H O D man, M E T H O D man, M E T H O D man, M E T H O D man. Hey, you get off my cloud! You don't know me, and you. Snap back like a robot man, i be Samson.
1: you i am back um like i said before i wanted to run through um s- just a, a few of the uh, of the things that i looked up right so bear with me um 18 year old Corey burfield has been charged with first degree assault third degree assault following an attack on a teaching assistant muhammad duke uh dukely duke now this isn't a wrongful assault i are wrongful charge i just want you all to see the difference between how um how black kids are treated in school are treated according to the judicial system and how white kids are treated um mohammed dukely at harrison educational center tuesday Burfield is now out of jail and doesn't have a criminal history. However, court documents from over the past few years show he does have an extremely violent past. Burfield was sent home with an electronic home monitoring, uh, with electronic home monitoring, uh, with a promise from his mother that she'll keep an eye on him. Ducale, on the other hand, went from critical condition to stable condition in the hospital uh, and is still currently hospitalized. Now, if you uh, if you haven't heard this in the news, there's a teaching assistant, um, Dukely, who who he works at a school for uh, special education. Right. Um, everybody that that graduated from the side, you know, we had the special education class. So, SPED is not a derogatory term unless you are actually calling somebody that. Right. Um, but it is its actual program. So. Mm-hmm. This kid has been violent in the past, beat this teacher, teacher's uh, assistant up. Problem with that is know that known that he was violent before. This is another instance of him being violent. He beat this dude to a pulp, beat him into a coma. Um, and the only thing that they're doing is giving him uh, home monitoring. Right? They're sending him home saying, like, you know, you just, you stay home. And, Mom, you keep an eye on him this time. Okay. Uh, okay. And guess, you know, what color uh, Corey Burfield is. I'll leave it up to your imagination. Okay, next, June uh, 2013, a uh, pickup truck that Ethan Couch, then 16, was driving, plowed into four pedestrians on a road in Burleson, Texas. Authorities uh, authorities said Holly Boyles and daughter Shelby, Shelby had left their home to help Brianna Mitchell, whose SUV had broken down, Brian Jennings, a youth pastor, was driving past and also stopped to help. They were all killed. Three hours after the crash, tests showed that couch um, had a blood alcohol content of 0.24, three times the legal limit, according to the district's attorney's office. In 2015, Couch violated the terms of his probation and fled to Mexico with his mother, uh, Tanya Couch. They were found and sent back to the U.S., where a Texas judge ordered nearly two years of jail time for Couch. Now, um, if you all don't know who Couch is, Ethan Couch, he's the Affluenza kid, the kid who his uh, defense team cited to the judge that he's too rich to know right from wrong. He, he's, he's, been, um, he's been babied too much. He's been given too much affluence to understand the repercussions of his actions. So we can't hold him to the same standard that we ho- hold the poor peasants because the peasants have a good understanding of right and wrong, whereas the affluent live in a different universe where killing somebody or driving drunk is not deemed as unacceptable right he's home now Um, four people killed he's home now Uh, in fact they they sent him home he he uh he was sent home without any jail time he was going to just be on probation but then a video surfaced of him violating his probation by being at a party where there's alcohol and stuff like that. And as soon as that video surfaced, his mama scooped him up and they got gone down to Mexico and they just got, they got arrested down in Mexico for, you know, her trying to keep her son out of jail or whatever. Um, And the judge ordered him to serve nearly two years of the three years uh, that he was going to be on probation for so three years for vehicular manslaughter for killing three, four people for driving drunk I don't think that we're afforded that same luxury or that same amount of time in the jail system affluenza is the reason why he got such a light sentence right but if you're pissed off stay with me Anybody heard of Centoya Brown? So I apologize to the people who are on Facebook. Centoya Brown. Oh, there's more, Lashelle. <laughs> there's more. Centoya Brown is a uh, a woman now. She's, now she's thirty. Um, she was serving a life sentence for killing the man who bought her for sex when she was 16 years old she was bought for sex um and the they and she killed the man and took off took his money and and ran right now she took the money because she said that she had to bring money back to her pimp and she was scared not to so because she stole his money after she killed him that's what convicted her now her pimp wasn't convicted pimp wasn't convicted the fact that she was so afraid of her pimp that she would kill she would take money from a a man that she killed out of fear she's 16 years old some old man uh bought her yes sex slave bought her and she was afraid for her life what she said which listen if you're an old man and you buy in a 16 year old and she's afraid for her life well guess what that's That's on you. That's your fault for making her fearful of her life. Um, I won't question whether she was fearful of her life for her life at all all because she was 16. And as an old man, you shouldn't be trying to have sex with a 16-year-old. I don't care how. If you're not 16, you shouldn't be trying to have sex with a 16-year-old. You know what I mean? Uh, And if you're old enough to pay for it, you you should go to jail. You should be under the jail, right? Um... Prosecutors at the time said Brown shot Allen in the head while he was sleeping, stole money and guns, took his truck, and fled the scene. They argued the killing wasn't motivated by self-defense but robbery. Brown said she was scared for her life by All- by Allen's behavior because uh, the dude that she killed uh, was John Mitchell Allen. Um, yep, uh, John uh, Mitchell Allen. And uh, she said she was uh, she was afraid for her life, um, and Alan's and uh, by Alan's behavior, and took the money for fear of returning empty-handed to her pimp named, her pimp nicknamed Cutthroat. Her pimp's nickname was Cutthroat. If you think that you're gonna be able to come back to Cutthroat's house, anybody named Cutthroat, without the money that he's expecting to get from you, why do you think he got the name Cutthroat? You probably will find out if you come back empty-handed. Everybody knows what the pimp game is about. It, see, it used to just be called pimping. Now it's called, um, what, it's, it's not solicitation, it tra- sex trafficking. That's what it's called now. Pimps now if there's any pimps left i'm sure there's a few are scared in the mud because now it's called sex trafficking and that that's a whole nother description now they're trying to send you to jail forever which cool you know what i'm saying It, it is what it is when i was a kid pimping was something that young boys looked up to because we didn't know no better we thought that this dude had all the girls, he could sleep with whoever he want to and he got them giving him money. That was, you know, hey, I'm pimping. That's what we used to say, man, I'm a pimp, man. That's what I know I used to say that. Of course we said that. We didn't know any better. Right? Now it's called sex trafficking. You can't really say, man, I'm a sex trafficker, boy. Man, I'm out here sex trafficking all these females that, eh, mm, not the same. Not the same, don't feel the right, don't feel the same way, right? Um A juvenile court found Brown um, competent to be tried as an adult. She was convicted of murder and robbery and sentenced to life in prison. Now, she has since um, been granted clemency, which is an awesome thing. Because if you, at 16, if you're in a, think about what led her to be in a situation where she is a prostitute at 16. You don't have, if you're at 16 and you're already selling your body for money then you're in a hopeless situation you're in a desperate situation you've been failed by so many people that uh that anything that you do can't really be chopped up to to your fault too many people have failed you in order for you to feel like selling your body is what you what you need to be doing 16 you're not even out of high school yet you're a sophomore allow me to continue Cleef Browder Cleef um, Browder again uh, May 25th 1993 to June 6 2015 that hashtag man that that the the dash I mean um, born in the Bronx uh, New York in 2010 at the age 16 Browder was accused of theft of a backpack his trial Browder was jailed on Rikers Island for three years nearly two of which were, were sent and spent in solitary confinement. So almost two of those three years, I was, I was, I was selling it short earlier. Two of those three years it was, it was spent in solitary confinement. He was released when the prosecutor's case was found to be lacking evidence against Browder and the case's main witness had left the United States. Two years after his release from prison, Browder died after hanging himself from an air conditioning unit outside his mother's home. Browder supporters say his suicide was a result of mental, physical, and sexual abuse sustained in prison. His case has been cited from activists campaigning for the reform of New York City criminal justice system and, and has attracted widespread attention By uh, in the years following his death. The sad part about that is his father abandoned the family. His father had enough money to bond him out and wouldn't. His father refused to do it. And then once he, he, once he died and his mother had a case going against the state, against, uh, against the city, he comes back and says, yeah, you need to pay us for what you did to our son. Got his own lawyer. And ch- Listen, man. There's, there's shitty fathers and then there's that. You know what I mean? There, that's a different kind of human being. You know what I'm saying? Um, Let me find... Still not done. I got got some more for y'all. Brian Banks. Right? Um, Brian Banks was a standout high school football star at Polytechnic High School. Um, Let me summarize. Dude was accused of raping a female. The female lied. He spent uh, almost six years in jail uh, and um and let's see five years on a strict custody parole his conviction was overturned he was able to go into the nfl but the thing is he was not the same he was years were taken of his life his prime years of making money were taken taken from him i believe this girl should be underneath the jail um because the only reason why she accused him of raping her is because she didn't want her her parents to know that she was sexually active that's it so it's either ch- let your parents know that you're sexually active or say that well he raped me he took it and then she comes back and she finally confesses listen i don't i don't care that you're sorry that's me personally i, I don't care you know what i mean um Sorry don't pay no bills. You know, sorry don't don't give you back years of torture and heartache and jail is not some account, you know what I mean? It's not some place that you just go to to get away. You know, kids getting on my nerves. I'm gonna go to jail. No. It it's it's not that. And we we have to hold people accountable for doing stuff like this. I'm trying to set this up so I can. All right. Now let me let me move on to um this other case. Lamar Johnson. Right? Um Lamar Johnson, uh, from Baltimore, Maryland. He was arrested and wrongfully convicted of first degree murder in two thousand five. Although physical evidence was used in the courtroom, it had no DNA link to Johnson. <coughs> Sounds familiar, right? Um But through this and eyewitness testimonies, Johnson was found guilty and sentenced to life in prison. Johnson served 13 years in jail until he was exonerated through help from the Maryland Conviction Integrity Unit, Mid Atlantic Innocence Project, and attorney David um, Bonowitz. Right, starting in 2008, Lamar Johnson began began filing with the Court of Appeals to overturn his conviction. The Mid Atlantic the um, uh, MAIP, um, a sub a subset of the Innocence Network, picked up on Johnson's case and began reinvestigating. investigating The process found new eyewitnesses that had originally not been interviewed or seen as important. The MAIP team also retested physical evidence used in the original case and visited the crime scene multiple times. A joint motion was filed in 2016 by the state uh, by the state attorney's office. Chief of Conviction Integrity Unit Lauren Lipscomb Lauren Lipscomb Mm. Lauren Lipscomb Attorney David Benowitz and the MAIP Judge Charles Peters presided over the case Look up Lauren Lipscomb Um, Judge Charles Peters presided over the case The case review covered new testimonies where the original eyewitnesses explained that Johnson looked similar to the shooter but may not have been him an altercation between Carlos Sawyer, the dude that was killed, and another person that occurred the, the same day as the death was also brought up in questioning from different witnesses. This witness had not been interviewed during the original case. This witness confirmed the fight was between Sawyer and someone who obviously, who was obviously not Johnson. So, Sam. Here's here's what's going on in just in New York in the '90s and, and early '80s. Now we talk about hip hop and how hip hop is so misogynistic and how it's so anti-cop and how it's so uh, angry and aggressive. Here's the reason why. So you you have um uh, give me give me details to that, Michelle. Uh, hit me hit me in my inbox. But you have a situation where you have police officers who are told to make an arrest. I don't care who you arrest. Just make an arrest. Um, make it something that we can attempt to put on somebody else, right? So they'll go to the neighborhood. They'll canvass the neighborhood. They'll beat up people. They'll uh, they'll uh, they'll scare people into into uh, um, either lying on other people, or they'll scare people into. Um, into accepting a guilty plea by saying, hey, if you plead guilty, we'll let you go home. If you plead guilty, we just want to know who did it. That's all we want to know. And if you're 14, 15, 16 years old, and you aren't educated in what police are trying to do, then you think, oh, okay, well, I'll just tell them what what they want to hear, and then I go home. And then they say, okay, well, you go ahead through this door, and you never see home again. Then you have um, prosecutors who get all the evidence And they see the evidence does not fit with the person. And instead of them saying, okay, well, we have to go back to the drawing board. You need to bring somebody else in here because this person didn't do it. Instead of them doing that, they rather say, well, let me find a way to make this person guilty for this crime. Let me figure out how to connect this person to this thing, right? And knowing all along, this this is why... um, old girl is getting all the the hate mail now uh um i cannot remember remember her name the 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 lady who was part of the central park five who was over the investigation of it it's the reason why she's getting so much hate mail now is because and so much hating and, and dropping all of these different uh these different getting kicked off all these boards and and uh, having these people will not pick up her new book deal and stuff like that is because you know that the person's innocent or you know that they might not be guilty yet instead of you trying to find the person who is guilty are trying to let this person go because you can't make them be guilty you try and find a way to make them guilty make them fit a pig when they talk about in a, a round peg in a in a square hole that's what they're talking about but they find a way to do it and the, and how they do it is playing on racist uh connotations racist images a, a pack of black kids is a wolf pack that's what they call the central part five right um black kids somehow black boys especially are somehow more aggressive and angry and sexually charged and they want to take all the little white girls and sex them all up and beat them and destroy them that's 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 the that's been the racial trope that's that's dogged african-americans linda Fairstein, thank you that's dogged african-american men since um since birth of a nation the original movie birth of a nation that was a a, basically a love letter to the Klan. right i got 30 seconds left so let me just say this we have to understand that the criminal justice system is not about justice it's about order they want to keep order order is this group of people should be at the top this group of people should be at the bottom our fears of being uh, um our our fears should be justified by what we what we want them to be justified by all right um the breaks jqlm radio every wednesday night 8 to 9 p.m check me out peace and agrees all right for everybody on facebook keep in mind man when when we talk about the justice system here's what we've been told we've been told that if you um we need more lawyers and we need more police officers that we were told we need more judges right we need more judges we need more lawyers we need more police officers We've gotten more judges, more black judges. We've gotten more black police officers, right? We've gotten more black lawyers. It it ha- it hasn't moved the needle. There's still people in jail right now wh- because they can't afford. I don't need this anymore.